Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of Psychotic and Iconic. My name is Mike. I'm here with my co-host, Nick, and my other co-host, Mikey P., as usual. Uh, First off, I want to give a shout out to everybody that follows us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, We've been getting great feedback from everybody. Everybody's been engaging on our Instagram, uh, you know, commenting on our polls, commenting their views and whether they disagree or agree with us. Uh, The feedback has been awesome. We've been having a bunch of fun with you guys. Um, also, I want to give a shout out, as always, to Ant Saracusa, who does our intro song. Everybody, go follow him on Instagram at Just Ant, putting out new music every Friday. And uh, with that, I'm going to pass it off to Nick. Actually, I'm not. I'm not, because I want everybody to see I've been enjoying my dinner, courtesy of Nick, because he lost a bet, because the Suns won in six, and I tried to tell him they're delicious, man. I really appreciate it. Tried to show him. Yeah. I really appreciate it, bro. But now I'm going to pass it off to him while I finish my meal. And I'm a five-year-old, so I got mozzarella sticks. But put the camera on, Nick. You guys can start the show. I'm going to finish eating, and we're going to go from there. Enjoy your meal, buddy. Enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so today I guess I'm eating crow uh, as he eats a mozzarella stick, which is tastes way better. But it is what it is. I lost a bet. I'm a man of my word. I'm authentic. I'm real. It is what it is. And uh, I'm just excited to start the show, you know, like it's been great. Like the first two weeks have been awesome. Everybody's been commenting and, you know, I'm looking forward to the journey ahead and it's been awesome so far. So we're looking forward to uh, getting, giving you guys some more content and uh, we love the energy you guys give us. So it's been great. Yeah, the interaction has been great. Great engagement. Um, Mike already said it with the polls and stuff. It's it's awesome. I'm, I'm loving everyone's responses. And, um, you know, with that. Yo, how was how was your Fourth of July weekend, guys? It was awesome. I went to the Wildwood Sports Card uh, Convention show. Oh, I, I want to hear all about this. And it was everything that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I tell you that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I can give you know our listeners the rundown. So pretty much, the show I was looking to sell running backs. If you listen to episode two, I was talking about flipping the running backs and putting the quarterbacks, but um, I failed miserably because the temperature of the show was they wanted to sell more than buy. So my thing was, you know, I had to adjust. So what I did was I got my, I got my hands dirty. 
I got my hands dirty into the 50 cents quarter boxes, dollar boxes, and found some hidden gems, right? Value shopping. Yeah, I was value shopping. So, and during the show, I was giving them my, my graded cards, you know, because I wanted to sell. So what I did was I actually gave them all of my cards that I brought, right? Like I brought everything, Drew Brees uh, rookies. I brought, uh, I brought Frank Gore rookies, everything. So as the show went on, it got real interesting, right? So they were trying to lowball me on a lot of prices. So obviously I didn't make any deals. But what I did was, and this is a really good tip for anybody that goes to card shows and you want to sell, get a feel for the show. Get a temperature check. What are, what are these vendors looking to do? Are they looking to buy your shit? Are they looking to sell more than buy? So at the show, obviously, they were looking to obviously uh, sell more than buy. So what I did was I just gave them my cards. And pretty much I paid attention to human behavior. What do they want? Right? What are they looking to buy right now? So I didn't sell anything there, but when I got home on Monday, I listed all the cards th that they saw and I listed them on eBay and I made 700 bucks this weekend. Damn. 700 wow. bucks. I mean, awesome, look, bro. I spent all, all day Monday listing all the cards, but it was worth it. 700 bucks in a day. I know you need to answer that. my text. You need to hit he me. He got that bag. I was busy, fellas. Come crazy. On. Crazy. I was wow. Busy. So, yeah, I mean, like, overall, the main theme is you always got to adjust in the shows, right? You always got to adjust. You, like, you take a break and think about, all right, what's going on? Where can I succeed? Where can I make some money? So, I dipped into the 50 cent boxes and I bought a couple cards and I listed them on eBay and hoping I'm making 10x return. So I bought, you know, an optic hollow of Carson Wentz. I bought, nice. I MVP. A, I took a gamble, a 50 cent gamble on uh, Deshaun Watson. Sorry to hear that. Silver Prism. He's Can't a pile of shit. Wait till next year. Yeah, exactly. It's going to go up. So 50 cents, it's, there's, there's no risk. So it's cool. I, I had a good time at the show. It was awesome. And uh, yeah, how was yours? That was good, man. I spent the uh, weekend in Ocean City with my wife, uh, my in-laws, and my son. Uh, took my son to the boardwalk for the first time. I actually got to go on rides without a mask. Uh, that was a normal experience. But that was really it. We just laid low. We went to the beach. I chased him around for two hours. And then I went home and tried to relax. And But he was still running around crazy. So yeah. that's, that's basically the, that's what it was. I chased my two-year-old around for three days down the shore in Ocean <laughs> City. And I laughed with my wife. So, yeah. But overall, it was, a, it was a good weekend. I enjoyed myself. So Next car show. You guys got to come with me. Sign you me up. Have to come with. When me. I got, I got binders. I'm ready. What's up? Didn't you throw them out? No, I'm not those. Too soon. Uh, come on now. Too come soon, on. Bro. My bad. Uh, I'm not yeah, ready yeah. for that. I'm not ready. I'm gonna go in your trash and find some hidden gems yeah, there. <laughs> you find that bag, you'll be making money. <laughs> I'm gonna go trash picking. When is the, when's the next show? I have to do my research on that. I be, you just look it up on if you anybody that's willing to go to the shows just google uh new jersey card shows and it, it pops up right on google so it's usually well, stay tuned nick's going to announce on our shows absolutely I'll definitely and if we're give attending you you're definitely going to hear about it yeah i'll definitely give you i'll give you guys some dates so you can guys can you know follow along or go or attend so yeah i mean 
that was pretty much it. It was just temperature check, figuring out what to do, and then supply adjusting. and demand. You you saw what was in demand, you and you sold it literally three days later for way more. I'm studying. I human, mean, that's just genius. I'm studying human behavior. Human behavior. That's it. I mean. Take notes, people. Take notes. The, psycho- the psychology podcast. It's exactly right. At NP Sports right here. It's psychotic, psychotic and iconic. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. That's it. Oh, man. But let's dive into some sports, Yeah, man. let's I'm go. Ready. Let's I'm go. eager to talk about What's the first topic sports? we're rolling NBA with? Finals. Let's go. NBA Finals. Wow. I mean, game one. Wow. Giannis played. I mean, look what happened. Didn't matter. He looked Didn't healthy. Matter. He did look good. He looked great. I want to know whatever they shot into his knee. I don't know. But I told you, I didn't think it was that serious. Like when I when I like when I saw him on the sidelines when he got hurt in the in the Hawk series, he looked okay. He wasn't like Well, when he was limping off. Yeah. When he first happened, it looked like he tore his ACL. Right. Right. So, it looked horrible. It looked like, yeah. And ACL, I think it also LCL. looked worse too, because he's so big. When he just bent over, it was just like it was like a leg. It, yeah, I mean, it didn't it, bend. It, it, it was his leg. But I'm just twisted. saying, it, yeah, it, it didn't just, bend in a way it's supposed to yeah, bend. It bent like the that, opposite way. That yeah. looked like the Leonard Weaver injury for the Eagles, like Ugh. you know, some years ago. It and guys, did. like, don't look this up on YouTube if it you're did. squeamish. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> look, exactly what that it was. shit. That shit was nasty. That's what it looked like. It really was that. It was it, his body went forward and his leg went the wrong way. Hey, they call him the Greek Freak for a reason. I mean. The fact that he's back and playing already is it's insane. So Brandon Marshall on first things first was calling him the Greek, the freak. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is like he looks healthy, but I'm gonna be honest right now, I don't think the Bucks have a shot. Mm-mm. I've been screaming. I I don't. I mean, it, like when I watched game one, it looked like the Suns were really They look dominant. They look like they were running the floor. Oh, well, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Still. I, I, I didn't think that the Bucks could keep up with them running the floor. So, like, that's what the Suns – that's their offense. So, to me, to, to me la- watching last night, the Suns really did look dominant. Like, the, the Bucks look outmatched. Um, I got the Suns winning in – I'm going to say six. I'll give Milwaukee two. Um, that that's might generous. be – Yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I'd probably lean more towards five, and I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment. The Suns just look like like that team of destiny. Like it just looks like everything's going right for them. Like there's injuries, there's this, that, and the third. And the Suns are just better. They're better coached. They have the better players. Chris Paul's on a whole new level. Yeah, he wants it. Yeah. Chris Paul and wants this, man. The craziest thing with Chris Paul, dude, he opened at as a favorite for the um MVP. MVP at plus one seventy. And I said, I texted you guys, I was like, that's an awesome bet. And I didn't bet it, but he was I looked today, he's minus one forty. Minus 140. Oh, so he's the overwhelming. Over, overwhelming. And I've been saying that. Is he, he, is he your pick, too, for finals MVP? Oh, yeah, because it's a, NBA is a lot of storyline MVPs. And this is the yeah. perfect story for him after 16 years, all that. It just everything lines up for him to win. And I just I don't think they're losing. I really don't. Okay, so you got Suns and Six and Chris Paul MVP? Yep. Hey, put, you, it, put it on the board. Who do you got? Phil, write that down. I'm the same, honestly. Really? Same exact pick. Suns and six. Suns and, Chris Suns Paul, and six MVP. to me is like a little bit of a stretch because the Bucks really looked outmatched and outcoached last night. Can't argue that, honestly. I really can't. I mean, shout out Dar- Dario Saric, though. I'm, <laughs> I'm sad to see that ACL injury, but, but he's going he's gonna to still get a ring. He's going to get a ring you know? over every The process single... worked, right? Yeah, the process did. worked. It worked for him. His process worked. <laughs> Michael Bridges, too, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Process sixer right there, right? Oh, my God. Traded for Zahir. He was here for like an hour before we traded him. So, 
Ugh. Don't even talk about Zaire Smith. Please, don't do that. My friend texted me at 12.30 last night about reminding me of this story. <laughs> <laughs> of him almost dying joking on a sesame seed. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just can't, you can't make that shit up when it comes to the Sixers. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah. So, overall, like, you, you guys have the Suns in six and Chris Paul. MVP? Mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking twice, honestly. Yeah, no, All there's right. not even a portion of me that thinks anything else. You know what's funny? I struggled with, with this series because I had the Bucks in the finals, and I had the Clippers in the finals. That was a good call, though, with the Bucks. It is. <clears throat> but I'm conflicted. Do I pick the Bucks because they have them in the finals, and I didn't pick the Western Conference winner? But now I'm looking at it. Like, I got to be realistic. The Suns are just a better team. They're b- You're entitled every, to do every, whatever you want, Nick. Every I, aspect. All right. This could be another bet if you want. I'll be honest with you. DeAndre Ayton looks awesome. Yeah, he <laughs> like, does. He yeah. is I a know. monster. He's so good. He's dude. setting the tone. And their offense is so perfect. They run the floor. He runs with them. They could shoot threes, or they can give it to him in the paint. They're unstoppable. Yo, guess what his line was, game one. Do you remember? It's it's pretty impressive. He had like 17 rebounds and like I think it was 16. 17 just in, on the defensive side. Yeah, yeah. 22, 19. 22, yeah. Like, Eight of 10 ridiculous. shooting, 80 percent on the floor, six of six from free throw line. Well, that's I what mean, I'm come on. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's a center chance, right there. Traditional. Chance. And Brooke Lopez can't guard him. Yeah. No. That's why they're he can't guard anybody. On. Yeah. That's like, why he's such a factor because he's giving them second chance points. And with those shooters, it's over. Yep. You give you give the Suns another chance to make a three, they're going to make it. Well, look, I'll just put and it out there. Jake Crowder only had one point last night and missed every three he took. I think eight. he took five or six. <laughs> 0 for 8, 0 for 5 from 3. Yeah. All right, yeah. So that's Jay like, Crowder, I mean, they he, still won by 13 with zero contribution from him. He had one point, and I think he had eight rebounds. And he was still plus 19. Dude, he that's had crazy. one point, and his last point came on the free throw on the last second. Pretty much, <laughs> last seconds. Yeah, so game. he had no points. Pretty much. It one was point, nine back. boards. That's... But and he, he was a plus nineteen, but he was plus nineteen. But that's he plays. He, also, he he plays his role. That's it. And that's it. That's all you need to do. You just do your part. You're gonna win. You're gonna win a championship because you have at this point. You have Devin Booker and you have Chris Paul scoring, and you have DeAndre Ayton. If DeAndre Ayton's giving you twenty points a game, the Suns are really, really, really hard to beat. Yeah, I mean, you got thirty-two from CP3. You got twenty-seven from Booker. You got twenty-two from Ayton, and that's zero contribution. What from did Crowder. Devin Booker shoot last night? Uh, Eight of twenty-one, but 10, 10 of ten from the free throw line, one of eight from three. So I mean, and they won mixed, by thirteen. And he and he made one three, and that's another. Eight. And that's another stat: the free throws. The Suns miss one free throw, right? The Bucks they have Giannis. He misses like six a game. They didn't even yeah, shoot were, a lot of free throws. They last were night. nine of sixteen from the line as a team. Fifty-six point three percent. Horrible. Suns were ninety-six point two percent. That's the game right there. Twenty-five of twenty-six. So they got there a lot more too. And Jay Crowder missed it. It was like I think it was the last free throw. Yep. Of the game that they missed. Correct. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. And you know what's funny? They actually like said like a stat like not many teams have had a perfect one hundred percent free throw percentage. And, and he they, of course they jinxed it. You know, like always. they always do that. It's always like that. I he's don't know done. what it is. Yeah, he's, it's he's the done. same way in football when they say, "Oh my God, this guy hasn't missed a kick inside 35 yards since 2011." <laughs> Boom! You Every know it's time. off, dude. It's off. Every time. Every single. It's hitting time. the upright. Always. Yeah, but let <laughs> always, me point. Dude. Let me point this out, guys. If Drew Holiday plays like he did last night, I mean. They got no shot. He's they escaped need, they need a lot more. Like this, He only had 10 points. He's escaped criticism since the first round of the playoffs. He's been playing like shit most of the time. 
And and they need, I mean, look, credit to Giannis for even getting out there, but they need a little bit more from him. Like, just just because it's Giannis, you can't you can't get away with twenty and seventeen in this kind of game, especially when that's a we good just, stat line. That's though. a I great mean, stat line. It is, but I'm just saying, like, like Impact. when when Drew Holiday is struggling like that, you need a little bit more from a guy like Giannis. And plus, like, you want to try and cancel out one of the Suns guys. So CP3 got thirty two. You're hoping that Giannis is going to go for thirty every game. I mean, PJ Tucker is going to be on Booker next game. He's going to treat him like KD. That's I don't know about that matchup though. PJ Tucker will be able to he'll be able to make it tough on Devin Booker because you don't need him on offense for how long though? You know, he for did a half? good job with Kevin Durant. Yeah, he did great. I don't know, man. Well, as best as you can, yeah. as best as you can. He That's a different species. Best he could, but Devin but... Booker is also not a huge guy. Yeah, I got. I'll take Suns in five, and I'll go Booker MVP. Okay. I like the books game. I mean, it, of course, it's going to be Chris Paul probably, but like for me, like Devin Booker is the engine on that team. Like he's like the reason why they're there. Like the reason why Chris Paul's there is because he's there. They kind of go hand in hand. Okay, I mean, they really hand. benefit each other. So but Chris Paul was like the reason why they're at the at the point they are now, right? Like he he's like he gets them going. He's the veteran presence. He gets them going. And He's the leader. Yeah, right. And like, and a young team actually listens to this guy. Like, you know, apparently all the all the veterans he's played with before they tune him out. DeAndre Ayton said that he changed his career. Yeah, DeAndre oh, sure. Ayton was praising him. He lit a fire under these kids. I just never understood the Chris Paul hate. Personally. Stupidest thing ever. He always wins. Uh, debatable, but no matter where he goes, he's always won with franchises. Won in what's your definition of winning? Making them relevant. Fine. Okay. Fine. I can. I can. I can agree with that. He was never on a team. And I it agree was with that. Terrible. Well, look. You know what? Hold that. Hold that. Okay. I, yeah, I know. Because exactly. we're gonna be talking about CP3 a little bit later. Yep. And this is this is gonna be interesting. I'm. I mean, I don't want to go into it yet. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So hold that thought. But um, okay. So we have all of our picks. Um, let's move on. I guess. Right. Do you want yeah, to move I'm, on? You got any final thoughts? I, I, to be honest with you, I just don't think. What do you think the series is, and who's your MVP? I said, I said, Suns in five, and I have Booker as MVP. Okay. I think Booker's gonna go. He's gonna go crazy. Well, and for for our fans, for our audience, okay, I put out a poll uh, a few days ago just to see what the pulse was. Like, you know, I mean, I figured everyone's probably in on the Suns, and and our audience feels the same way. It was like eighty three percent in favor of the Suns. Like only. Maybe five, six people pick the Bucks. I picked. The I Bucks. said, "Who's gonna win?" <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, so in re- reality, there was only four people who picked the Bucks uh-huh. and actually meant it. I mean, well, here's the thing. I guess I we'll all be it, in I saw game one. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is over. It's time to switch." Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be realistic here. Like, they it was, had no it was chance. Dominating. Last I'm time. not gonna really come was. up here and be like, "Oh, the Bucks are gonna win." But I mean, look, I'm not gonna like, do that. The other thing is, is we've been doing this all playoffs. The Suns went up 2-0 last series, and and look what happened after that. So I guess like let's let's see what happens. Like let's not pump jump the, the gun. Let's pump the brakes. I'm you such... and I especially like we've been. You know, I mean, I jumped the gun on game one. That's yeah. my problem. But like they look, they look. I, the way I tried they not to, but remember yeah. they're at home. Okay, yeah. they're at home. They are the better team they should have performed this way i try not to jump the gun but like last night after watching that it was hard like when the hawks beat the sixers in game one i mean i was still wrong but i didn't jump the gun like i still thought the sixers were gonna win 
So I it's still like can't. I'm gonna tell you right now. I just can't even. I'm gonna go, tell you right now. There and I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. I miss LeBron in the finals. I miss LeBron in the wow. finals. I I really really miss LeBron. I tried to tell. It's it's actually kind of weird. It's really weird. Well, the like, last time like he that, wasn't in the finals, you need someone to root against. Outside of, <laughs> the finals outside are of, exciting. Outside of the year he got hurt, the last time he wasn't in the finals, we were at Highland. It's weird not seeing LeBron like not in the finals. The it's weird. Ain't weird. Ain't weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though, bro. Like on some real shit, it's fucking weird. Like I, I legitimately miss him because like the headlines are always like, oh, if LeBron loses, like it's gonna hurt his legacy. Like it's like storylines like that yep. that are really like entertaining for me. But like, I, I just personally, it's two low market teams. I, it's bad for the NBA, but it's also good in sense of parity. So I'm conflicted, man. Honestly, like when I'm I watch, actually enjoying like really rooting for the Suns. I really too. am. I'm really rooting for Chris yeah. Paul. But the weird thing is when I'm watching the finals. I don't even feel like I'm watching the finals. Last night it's was weird. like it was like a regular Tuesday night game because it's just not Damn. used to seeing stuff like that. Yeah, because it's always been Cavs, Heat, Warriors, Spurs. It's just thunder. a different. It's different feel for me. Man, I want to so. see what the ratings look like, like just in, as far as how many people watch the game. Like that's going to be really interesting. Prediction, I mean, prediction for you guys: Are these going to be really low ratings or nah, high? I don't or middle so. middle of the pack? I think they're going to be high. High ratings. Like, not highest ever kind of thing, but they're going to be high. Like, Why? Because the playoffs have just been good. And it's, it's a little different. Like I think they're going to be higher because I don't think, like, LeBron is kind of a contra- controversial figure right now with the stuff, with when he gets into politics and his opinions. So I think a lot of people weren't watching just because they didn't want to watch LeBron. So I think that the, the they might be a little bit up, uppy up. <laughs> I think they might be up because... Now everybody's just watching the game and they're not like saying, "Oh, I hate LeBron" because LeBron's got a ton of haters. Well, so. and, and you got a couple of high-profile guys like Giannis and CP3. So I mean, it's not like, hey, yeah, and I Chris hear Paul you has a lot small of market fans, thing. Dude. Chris Paul has a lot of fans. Like a lot of people, I'm I'm sure want to see him. Yeah. Win. One more thing though, I have to point out before we move on, like if you bet the Suns before the playoffs to win the championship, they were at forty to one odds. Wow. Like. Are you shitting me? Wait, before the playoffs or before the, the playoffs started, I believe it was forty to one. Forty now, to one. I could yeah, be wrong. They probably I they heard... matched the Lakers and and people were saying that they're going to be out. Not me. I heard this earlier uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. I'm I'm uh-huh. pretty sure it was right before the playoffs. They were forty to one odds. Fuck, we missed out. Really? That's dude. That's forty to Big. one. Pauls. Yeah, but who's who's but. betting the Suns? Though? Like right? Like who was <laughs> betting the Mike. Suns? Kendrick Perkins. He did call that. Carry on. Carried the hell on there. Yeah, yeah, he really was <laughs> screaming the Suns. He was screaming them from the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. Well, when they got CP3. Yeah, in the he said off-season. they're going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I've I, been making fun of him a lot on this show, too, and he seems to be right on course his with all of his shit, Spot the fuck <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. With the Suns. The Hawks, too, I mean. Yeah. But anyway, guys, there's actually been something pretty, pretty big to come out in the past few days. Kawhi Leonard news, guys. Like, I mean, we were already wondering. We were like, you know, what's going to happen here now that the clips are out? Like, where's he going to go? We're, we're instantly thinking, oh, he's probably going to return, but they'll do something. They'll, they'll make a big move or whatever. But here we go. I mean, rumors are coming in. He's He might be looking to move. The Heat, the heat and the Mavs might be interested in signing Kawhi and making a hard push to do it. What do you guys think of this? I mean... Well, wait a minute. Are these like swirling rumors? <laughs> no, these are these are these are or legit. Or these like 
this is not like clickbait shit. This was okay. legit. I think I think this might have leaked out either uh, from either of those teams. I mean, because you know what? Before, like last year, I think those two teams wanted them as well. But now it's just like, I mean, it would be really interesting. So wait, I'm, I'm going to open up to you guys here. So these teams are interested in Kawhi or is Kawhi heat, interested in them? So here's the headline. The Heat and the Mavs plan to make a hard push for Kawhi in free agency. I think his best bet would be the Mavs. So do I. But I Over think, the Clips, to be clear? Uh, I would stay with the Clippers. Mike? Uh, I think for his career, it would be the best to go to the Mavericks. But I think he's staying with the Clippers because I think for him, it's more about living in L.A. Yeah. But I feel like the Mavericks for him would be perfect for a few reasons. Number one, playing alongside Luka... I think would be awesome for him because it would give him a lot more space. That would be ridiculous. Man. I also think Kristaps as a third option would be really, really good for that team because he's not a two. So I think if you have Luca as your one, Kawhi at your two, and then um, Porzingis as your third scoring option, or at that point you have Hardaway too. So I would bring him back. So yeah. you, th you, th you think that Porzingis will still be on the team? Because I'm not even sure about that. I, th I think he might be packing bags. Maybe. I think I would say that he stays if they bring Kawhi. I would take a bag of Fritos for him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's yeah, get him out. Get him out. <laughs> I think yeah. he's staying, though, because he's still under contract. Because somebody he, wants him. Yeah, well, someone, <laughs> someone I mean, look, the Thunder, space, look, look the Thunder's way. Yeah. Take on that contract so, for me, please. But my thing is, too, for Kawhi Leonard, for his career, it would be great for him to go to the Mavericks for one reason. Jason Kidd. Because Jason Kidd can coach him to be a better playmaker. He could elevate his game even more so than it already is. He could show him different ways to evolve his game, like some of the greats like Chris Paul and LeBron have done, Kevin Durant. So I feel like like Jason Kidd, I feel like, would be really, really good for uh, Kawhi if he were to go to the Mavericks. And I think they would be really good. I think him and Luka in your backcourt would be awesome. My first thoughts, honestly, like I'm thinking back to their series, Kawhi versus Luka. It was just absolutely insane watching them go back, back and forth and going at it. it to to have them together would They're be two dogs absolutely wild like th that would be the best fit i think for for his success um yeah. over to clippers I mean, oh yeah, yeah because i mean that just luca's just so good i mean i would i would assume that they could get a couple more bench pieces however especially if they do move on from porzingis i'd it, rather i'd rather have a couple more productive guys than having just one porzingis you know it, what i'm saying it would definitely be an enticing destination like, for free agents oh, to go yo, to. One other thing is, too, dude, the reason I don't think he's leaving the Clippers, as much as I would like to see him play with Luka, I think what Paul George did in these playoffs really have overall helped him, and I think they're gonna. it's going to make Kawhi feel safer staying with but the can Clippers. But they, can they coexist? Yeah, I don't think that's a problem, to be honest. I don't either. I, I, don't, I just think Paul George did his job. That's what he had to do. He had to take over. The problem was you had Marcus Morris trying to be your second scoring option. Right. And he can't. And he's not. So and like that's fine, but those two now, Paul George should have his confidence back, and he's shown that he can somewhat carry a team. Like he could, it's not that they just fell apart. So I feel like now Kawhi, though, I feel like I don't think he's going anywhere, regardless. But I'm saying I feel like now Paul George helped the case of him staying. Well, so you said about them coexisting, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I I look at the personalities of Luca and Kawhi, and they're just. Two different people. Kawhi is more of like a quiet dude, 
and he would himself. fit perfect there. He would love to be and then second Luke, fiddle to him. And Luca is like on that. the headlines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Luca is like a more energized guy. He's in your face. He has fun, right? Like you can see, he has fun on the court. Yeah, Whereas Kawhi is like more like a serious. He's like a businessman out there, right? So like, I'm. It would be interesting to see them work together. It's a perfect fit. I feel like in on every end, except my second thought was this: There's no way he's going to Dallas. There's no way. I mean, he wants to be in a warm weather city. Like, this is just a known fact about the guy. Like, he he prefers that. Second thing is, is I mean, L.A. is his home. Um, third thing is, I feel like he would actually consider the Heat. I don't think he'll consider the Mavs. As much as I would love to see it, I don't think he'll, he's going to consider it. I don't even think if he went to the Heat, that would be anything special, to be honest. Like, No, it's like, it's kind of a lateral move. Actually, it's say- kind of a... A backwards move. Really. I would say that because I would say that, like, I mean, because the taking, Clips are take, better. Yeah, the Clips you, are a better team. Like, is Jimmy Butler better than than Paul George? I, say, I would probably you, say yeah. Are you but taking it's, Paul George? It's kind of close. It's a toss know? up to me. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is better I, than Paul George. Yeah, yeah, he's so definitely you, better. So you would take Jimmy Butler right now over Paul George? Yeah, but like. I'm not doing that. But like I said, I think Jimmy uh, Butler's on his last legs. Well, yeah, I agree with that. Like, if you're trying to win right now, one to two years, Jimmy's Jimmy's better for that. But I think um, Paul George obviously has a longer career ahead of him. And the Clips are just a better team. They're a much deeper team. They got a lot more talent, assuming they keep most of these pieces. We don't know what's going to happen. They got a lot of guys going to free agency. Yeah, I don't think so. he, I don't think he's going anywhere. I would love to see him with the Mavericks. I think Jimmy Butler's still tired from that finals last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, he, he was, was ass. He was ass these playoffs. Well, he was ass. That's because he was banging Rachel Nichols. <laughs> Yo, don't talk about her right now. She's whew. yeah. That's, you hearing that's this true. shit? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't even want to bring it up, but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, awkward. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. I would love to see him on the Mavs. I don't know. I mean, no way. My no thing way. is this. Why can't he – if it's better for his career, why don't he just go to the Mavs and he can still have a house in L.A. and go to L.A. whatever a, the fuck he wants. You know how he is. He's, he's, not, just, he's, he's Kawhi, like you know? Yeah. He's, he's Kawhi. Like, he's going to do whatever enigma. the fuck he wants. He's he already won his rings. Like, I mean – Two rings with two different teams. He's, he's Like he said, he's – you know, like – That's just not his thing. But, but, but what I'm saying is career-wise. Like, if you want to be like – in the upper echelon of like all-time greats, I think the Mavericks would be a really good destination. So like, why don't you just suck it up until then, and then you know build your legacy, and then move back to LA. Could you imagine yeah, what right. Jason Career would do for his career as a playmaker? Jason Kidd would be a nice fit for him too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, that would be like just what the doctor ordered for him, dude. It would really show him how to become a better playmaker. I think Jason Kidd's going to be awesome in yeah. Dallas because like, I, like I think move. he learned from his first stop. I didn't even think he was a big I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I but. loved what he did when he told him, yo, hit me, hit me, and he dropped his drink. Like, that's awesome, dude. You're, you want to win. If you're, yeah. if you're not doing shit like that, you're not trying to win. Yeah, and then, like, Jason Kidd being, like, one of the best point guards of all time, and then he's going to teach Luka? That's, ex- oh that's exactly God. what I'm saying. Luka's going to be a monster. Didn't Giannis freak out when they fired Jason Kidd? I think so. I mean, Giannis I, was really pissed off about that when they fired him. I'm pretty sure you're right, Mike. Hold on. You guys well, could talk. I'm well, yeah, their coach is brutal. Like he makes no adjustment. He's trash. He's the he's he's awful. I can't believe he's in, he's even in the finals. Honestly, I I really like he he is a really bad coach. And you know what? I think made I mean uncomfortable. Do you, do you guys think that he's going to keep his job even though they made the finals this yes, year? Yes, absolutely. Like, I think if they didn't make it, he was getting fired. 
Probably. Now, I mean... He's safe if, now. If it's really ugly, let's say. Like, let's say they get swept. What's going to happen? I think he still stays. Yeah, he already really? secured. Yeah, because he's in the finals. He's in the finals. But, I mean, I'm happy about that because I, I know I don't have to worry about the Bucs. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> so he they can, can just hold there. on to him. He yeah. can stay there as long as we, you know, he's as long as he wants he's, to he's, stay. He's a bad coach. Yeah. He I, just don't make any adjustments. He doesn't. He, yeah, he doesn't have that oomph. Chris Paul is going to his right. That's his strongest move. You you gotta you gotta move, you gotta force him to go to his left. They were that's clowning. coaching. They were clowning. He's not him gonna on change. Twitter. That's he's coaching. He's not gonna change. And that's somehow coaching. he's got this job. I don't know how. So now CP3 is gonna let their ass up the entire series because they can't adjust. They have to make him go to his left. Skip said they're gonna sweep him. If that happens, that would be that would be really bad for the NBA. <laughs> Two small market teams and you get and it's a sweep. I think it would be really shitty for Giannis' legacy. Mm-hmm. Like the finals appearance won't even matter. Uh, yes and no, because they're going to go back and say he was playing on his yeah, hurt yeah, knee and all yeah. that. So it's kind of the narrative thing again. Uh, Although LeBron still gets trashed for getting swept in the finals yeah, and losing he, in five. He's got to so win a game. Let me uh, let me retract that statement. Ask Charles, ask Charles Barkley how he feels. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if, if, he, if he don't win a game, he's going to get shit on. Yeah. In fairness, Giannis gets trashed too. Yeah. He yeah, gets he trashed. Does. Yeah, all the he time. Does. All I was the trashing time. him. I was trashing him two rounds ago. I don't know if it's not necessarily trashing though. I mean, it's to me, it's just stating the obvious. Like he's a one-dimensional player. He can't do anything else besides go to the rim. That's not really trashing him. Like Paul George, it, that's trashing somebody. So Making you, all those nicknames and shit. So you don't think him getting swept in the finals would hurt his legacy and by any means? Not really, because I don't think he's that Ooh. caliber of a player. I think it puts a big ass dent in his legacy. Getting swept in the finals is uh He's going to have enough time to recover, though. He's only 26. So he will have to... If this is the only finals he makes... Shit. I, I don't know. think they'll get back anytime soon after this. I was going to say that. Yeah. Because there's Personally, no way. You got the Nets coming back. You got the Sixers. Sixers. Well, if they keep uh, Ben they Simmons, should. then we're done. No, actually, this is perfect. Okay? Here we go. Oh my God, I mean, back by popular demand, okay? Yeah. Ben Simmons offers... Couple more resurfaced over the weekend, and we're just going to be quick with this because we're not we're not going to go into a whole 20, 30 minute segment here. We can be quick. Um, ben Simmons blows. Yo, <laughs> major facts. Yeah, so we can be very quick. We're, we're gonna we're gonna love to hear this, then, Mike. We're gonna love to hear your opinion. First offer. It was the Pacers offered Malcolm Brogdon and a first round pick for Ben Simmons. Apparently, the Sixers declined it right away. I actually agree with that. It's too early of a trade, and Malcolm Brogdon don't really do it for him. He's injury prone. We didn't he have, I mean, he had like 21 points per game this year. Uh, yeah, nah. He pretty don't do pretty good me. defensive player. He he's, do it for me. he's a solid Playmaker. player. I'd rather... I, I mean, look, I say hey, fucking hell no. Yeah. Hell no! Yeah. I'd rather good for have, you, Daryl Morey. Hell I'd rather no. call the Cavs. The Cavs. That's the next one. For the sexton. Hold on, hold on. So you both say no to that offer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I say hell no. I'm I mean, not even thinking about it. I'm to the point, I'm just so fucking done with Ben. I'd rather just get two first round picks and give me a 44 ounce slapper at fucking Wawa. Yep. Just get me a 44 <laughs> ounce like, cherry coat. I feel like Nick's opinion is changing every single week I'm on fuck, Ben Simmons. Fucking, he's just he's just fried. I'm fucking over him, dude. He's like, been consistent though. Get Ben out of town, dude. He, he's he's out here like now, last week. Mingling. He was he was saying it's gotta be an all star, which I agree with. Did you see that photo of him and, and, and that girl, his new girl? That's what I s- see. He shoots his shot in the off season. No, his money. I put it on Twitter, bro. Everybody's saying all family Nothing issues. But family issues. Family issues don't matter when you get your face road. Listen, if, <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. Like for real though. For, for I'm sorry, mom, if you're watching this. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it though. I just can't help it. 
you're getting your face road. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I don't blame them. Phil, make sure you know where that is in the minute mark so I can have my mom skip that portion if she watches this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're, 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 let, yeah me, let me get this back on track, okay? We're going to just move past this, okay? Thir you mentioned the minutes. Cavs. You said, cool. you said, hey, Sixers. You said, Sixers, you got to call the Cavs, right? That's the other yeah. report. The other report is this, because apparently people have been talking about this one, and, and we talked about it on the show. We were like, oh, you know, it sounds pretty decent in theory. Might need to remove the protections on the pick. The offer was uh, Colin Sexton, Kevin Love, and a top 10 lottery-protected pick for <laughs> Ben Simmons. That was the offer. And we were, like, we were like, okay, it's... God it's, bless you, by the it's way. Somewhere. Thank you. Lay you. God bless you, Nick. <laughs> Say it, Phil. Lay you. Lay you. But I mean, like I was thinking, okay, that's a starting point. I but think that's I'm a not, good trade. I'm for saying him. no to that, but it's a starting point. I think that's a good trade for him. I really do. Well, you had to revisit it, right? You were like, okay, I, I did. Because I texted about you it. about that, and I'm like, you know what? The more I think about it, it's only Ben. Because and think, I'm only saying that in terms of you're not giving up. You're only giving up Ben. You're getting Sexton, who has improved every season. Unlike Ben, he averaged almost 25 points a game this year, and he's got a high ceiling too. And He's a true point guard. He can shoot. And you're getting Kevin Love. He's a champion. He's a vet. He would be helpful in that locker room, and he could play the four. But you're taking on his con – well, the contracts kind of cancel out, actually. So that's that's why he's got to be in there yeah. anyway. Kevin Love can shoot the three. Kevin Love's a decent defender. But I feel like – He's washed. Who? Kevin Love. No, I don't think Probably be a nice off-the-bench option. I don't think he's washed. He's dude. washed up. No. He's, he's washed up. <laughs> he's in Cleveland. He's washed up. He's, he's in Cleveland. He's never going to win again. He's in Cleveland. Well, here, let me tell you what the report said, though, okay? The report was this. The Sixers would have, quote, little appeal in that Cavs offer. That's what the quote was, and it said, they're holding a stance that they will only accept an all-star caliber player for Ben Simmons. Stay off That's the weed. That's the starting his, point. Dude, his, <laughs> he's, you're not getting that for Ben Simmons. Don't say that too soon, Mike. Don't. Okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait. We got a lot of interesting situations developing around the NBA. I mean, oh my God. We got to let that play out. Look, I mean, we were just talking about Dame last week. That started cooking up again. And they're like, oh, he, if, he's if probably. If get traded for Damian Lillard, whoever does that in Portland needs to get fired immediately. Well, and that drug won't be tested. straight up. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the Sixers are going to have to give up a fucking package and a half. Yeah, they're going to have to give up Ben Simmons and first round picks but until you do 2060. <laughs> Well, maybe not that. Okay, you don't do that. No, but uh Well, Dame is 30. So maybe I don't I don't know. You think the price would be that high? Fuck yeah, dude. Couple of firsts. He's a top 10 player, bro. Couple of firsts, Maxi and Simmons. Definitely. That's See ya. But yeah. That's where I stand. I mean, I'm Pack doing your it too. shit. It's Dane Lillard, Beal, or De'Aaron Fox and I'm cool. I'm cool. But we, we promise with them. We Who? promise though. Okay, so You said Dane? All three of us I said Dane. Bradley Beal and uh, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. I love De'Aaron Fox. I, I'm cool with that. You give me one of those players, I'm okay. And, I'm ready to go for next season. And Mike saw something. I think it was a, a fake rumor. I th I don't trust the source, but Mike saw something saying that the Sixers were interested in De'Aaron Fox. But oh yeah, um, that was on like Hoop Central or something yeah, on Instagram. Like, yeah, some fake story. ass shit. Yeah, you know, clickbait, yeah. clickbait. But I, was but, just, I just saw it and I'm like, but it's interesting like, right, though because cool. the Kings are interested in Ben Simmons. That's a known fact that we That's, mentioned last week because the Kings are trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Hey, trash franchises you know make you know trash what? ass decisions. <laughs> let's let's wait and see what happens. We promised that would be a quick segment. Yep. We're gonna move on to the good stuff. We've been waiting since earlier in the show. Oh, 
Okay. Let's talk right. about it. Oh, oh, Let's we're talk spicy? about it. Are you ready for this? <laughs> we're getting spicy. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Oh, perfect, dude. Let's go. Guys, is CP3 a top five point guard of all time? Regardless of result, this, this series, is he top five point guard of all time? Where does he stand? I mean, you can tell me if this series has an impact on it. But to me, he's fifth. And Give me I your think, list. All right. I want to hear your list and, and then tell me where he stands on it. All right. So first I have Magic Johnson, obviously. Okay. Made the finals at age 20, won MVP. He was able to play every position. Not really much to debate about that. I don't even think you have to explain that. Yeah. He's, he's the clear-cut number one. Yeah. Second, ahead. I have Steph. Uh, I don't really need to go too much in depth on him, to be honest. To me, he changed the game of basketball. I mean, he's got people shooting from half court confidently doing all this crazy shit. Greatest shooter of all time? Yeah, probably. I mean, like, to me, like, and that's just no like... No question. Yeah, like, to me, Steph is just like, those one and two are just, they are what they are. And he's a point guard in your book, just to be clear. Because some people so argue thing, that. When, I when think I put he, him I think in there, is. when I put him in there this afternoon, I was saying to myself, too, I'm like, damn, is he a shooting guard? And, like, that is a that is a strong point. But I would probably list him as a point guard because he's handling the ball the mm -hmm. whole time. Because when he play, he plays the one when Clay's there. And he, like I said, his usage rate and stuff like that. Like, I think we all agree on that, right? Nick? Yeah, I would say he's, he's just he, he's a guard. I think he's a point guard. Yeah, he creates offense. I got him a point guard. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. He creates so, offense. So is Allen Iverson a point guard to you? <sighs> I mean, because that's the thing. Like, this is where it gets dicey. Mm. Is a lot of people have to pick and choose where no. players fit. Like, no, we're gonna not. we're gonna. Because I mean, Eric Snow. Eric Snow. I'm okay. sure Oscar Robertson's probably on someone's list here, and a lot of people will be like, oh, is he a point guard? I mean, I guess it all depends on your interpretation. So you guys, it's it's completely up to you here, but I just want to know where CP3 stands. So finish your top so, five. Yeah, Mike, so I you have go. John Stockton, never missed the playoffs with the Jazz. I have John Stockton at third. Uh, he won two MVPs, never won a championship. I mean, but you could argue he's the best player to never win a championship outside of um, Charles Barkley. So, I mean, you could say that. I, I, I didn't see too much of John Stockton, but just what I read and, like, old highlights and stuff. 11-time I mean, All-NBA, 10-time yeah. All-Star, yeah, so, five-time All-Defensive. Like, that's ridiculous. Now, number ridiculous. four, I didn't – obviously, I didn't see him. He was 30 years before I was born, but Oscar Robinson. And the reason is, is when Russell Westbrook averaged the triple-double, I started looking into him because that was the name that they were drawing him to. And it was like, okay, so somebody averaged the triple-double in 1961, and it didn't happen again until 2016 or whatever it was. And it's like, okay, that's 40 years. Like, there's a reason that didn't happen. And my thing was, is even though he didn't win the MVP that year, he finished third because Wilt was averaging like 50 and 25, and um, Bill Russell, I think, won it. I think I was reading that earlier. Bill Russell won it. But the only thing that's a little controversial on that, back then, dude, players chose the MVP. So my thing is, is putting it in today's terms, they were, when Russ and Harden were going, against, going at it for that MVP, they were saying, oh, it's about winning, it's about winning. And at the time, the Rockets had a better record. If the players were voting that year, would Harden have beat Russ for that MVP? So that's, that's what I thought was like, okay, that's a discussion that can, you can kind of you know, correlate it into what what you, that could, you can make an argument. Yeah. So I mean, to me, I would put I would put him I would put Oscar Robinson number four. Here's my one follow up question too. Like, do you feel comfortable putting him on your list, knowing that the competition was much worse back then? Like, he was just steamrolling people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, hard though because like I'm it, not going to discredit what yeah. he what he did, but 
top five. We're talking top five all time, you yeah. know? Like, to I mean, me, how do you feel? Yeah. I, I want to hear how both iconic. you feel about that. I still that. think he was he was iconic. Like, you, he's mentioned when you mentioned those great statistics. Like, that would be like almost ignoring Wilt Chamberlain. Right. And you can't really do that. 100 points. Like I said, the dude averaged in 1961 50 points and 25 rebounds. Because I think that the game, both of their games probably could translate into future NBA generations. So. Well, I would actually be curious about Wilt because back then I don't. Th- there was no uh, time been, in the paint. He would have been fine in the 90s probably. You know what I mean? Just physical yeah. game. It is very different I don't know though, about because now. Like I said, the, the three seconds in the paint. Yeah, I mean, sure. So it sure. would have been a lot different. He couldn't just camp out down there. Right. And then uh, for me, number five, I have uh, Chris Paul. Wow, so he makes your top five. Yeah, um, I just feel like over the past few years, his leadership has been great. Every time he goes to a new team, the team just comes up. For me, what really solidified it was when he went to the Thunder. Like, they traded him to the Thunder, and everybody thought he was going to get bought out. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to stay, and we're going to do it. And they were the fifth seed. I mean... That w- that couldn't have been more impressive. I mean, that was seriously, like, to me, that was my moment. Like, okay, Chris Paul is really a good player. He went to Houston. Everybody was saying, oh, he's not going to be able to coexist with Harden. He coexisted with Harden. And right now... He's three wins away from having a chip before Harden. So now, who's the, who was the problem? So another question then. Good point. Another question, and Nick, I think I think you're like this too. But who did he bounce out of your top five? Who who would have been there? Prior? So all right. So like who would give wait me a, a few minute. names? Wait a minute. So the finals really dictated his 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 spot. To me, yeah, five. because he did it. And the person that so, I'm going to tell you right okay. now, I left him off the list, and this is probably going to blow up and get. No, it's okay. Yeah, no. I love, dude, Russell Westbrook. That's who it was, dude. And it's tough because it's like, I love Russell Westbrook, dude. He averaged a triple-double for three straight seasons. He's a dog. Like, I just love the way he plays the game of basketball. Well, and you're you're a known big fan of Russ. Yeah, I mean, like, I love Russ, too, I but I, him, I wouldn't dude. have had him but in my top five, He personally. was actually, and it's hard because it's like, great Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Tony Parker. Like, those are all players that I saw. Yeah, see, I, I, couldn't, tr- I couldn't take him over Jason Kidd or Steve Yeah, Nash. like, I'm trying to look at it in totality. I would. I'm loving this right now. This is good, though. Like, this, yeah. this is a good take, and I, it's a fair one. Like, you can't argue it, and, and you're would, correct though. in the way you're approaching it. When I initially did it, I almost was tempted to put Chris Paul at four and put Russell at five and wow. take out Oscar because I don't – I didn't really get to see Oscar, you, but – You still can. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's it's open to your interpretation. Yeah, it's hard, dude, because like like I said, it's like so to me, Oscar, Chris Paul, and Russ to me are just like like that fringe. But that was just the way. Currently, right now, when I was asked, that's the way I put them. But to me, man, Russell Westbrook is like he's an iconic figure. Like you're gonna look back in ten, twenty, thirty years, and you're not gonna be able to tell the story of the NBA without talking about those seasons. He's been to a finals. He's a terrific leader. He gets the best out of his players. Like, Paul George had arguably his best seasons with Russell Westbrook. And I just feel like he gets shit on a lot because, like, he may make bad decisions or make bad turnovers here and there. But, like, he's playing as hard as he can. Like, give me that guy any day of the week. He's got a bad rap because, like, the public thinks that they can't can't play with anybody. That's what they think. And it's false because you've never heard a teammate trash him, ever. You've never heard a teammate say a bad thing about Russell Westbrook. They think that his game doesn't mesh with other players. That that's the public perception. It's probably unfair to Russell a degree. Russell Westbrook's biggest downfall is he can't shoot from the outside. But I feel like KD left OKC because of uh, Russell. Probably it was soft, and that's one of the reasons I have such my my biggest gripes with KD. Right, because he could have won with Westbrook. They were up three one on the Warriors, dude. They could have won. I they, wish he stayed. Those are growing pains. 
Yeah. Those are growing. Chris Paul's been there before yeah, he, with the Clippers. Yeah. So it's like you see all that, and it's just like it sucks. But he left when the going got tough. Yeah. So you know? my my fifth would be Chris Paul, and like I said, really really close is Russell Westbrook. And that's even though he hasn't won the finals yet. You're okay with him being there regardless. Yeah, and this is kind of predicated on it. I think he's winning the finals. Yeah. So, okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. So, like, you know, a little bit of a grain of salt. But that's, I like it, though. I, I, I wasn't sure if he was going to make anyone's list here. Nick, yeah. I mean, why don't you tell us your list, Nick? I'm different from you guys. You you, you asked all time, right? So, like, I can't do that because I got to be real, right? Like, I can only go off what I see. My eye test is different. Like, I can't go back 30 years and be like, oh, well, he's better than Russell Westbrook. I mean, it's just unfair. Yeah, because you didn't watch errors. him. Two different yeah. errors. So, I'm going off of 2000s, right, from the year 2000 to now. And my top five right now, Steph Curry. I'm going to go. No cap. Steve Nash. Ooh. CP3. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Ben Simmons? Tony Parker. <laughs> Let me say it. Tony Parker. Wow. Okay. He was a big factor okay. in the Spurs dynasty. He was. He was. He led that team. I, I mean, for the Along 2000s, with Duncan, I agree with that. He's Along so with underrated. Ginobili, absolutely. He's so underrated. You could put Westbrook in there, but my thing with Westbrook is he's a ball hawk, man. He's a ball hawk. A point guard dishes it out. He's at, he and gets 18 course, to 20 assists. At, I get it. I get it. But he shoots more than the average point guard. So for me, I put him in the shooting guard kind of ca- like category. Like he knows he's a shooting guard. He can't shoot. I know, but he shoots a lot. <laughs> I got you. He yeah. shoots a lot, right? Like whereas, a lot of like, attempts. Yeah. And like for my thing, like my thing is like if you watch Tony Parker back in the day, oh my God. Mid Rangers unstoppable. He makes everybody better. He created shots. Mid Rangers unstoppable. Of course, it helped to have Duncan in there to spread the floor and stuff like that. But for me, he was awesome. So I got Tony Parker in there, and that's my top five. I got Curry, Paul, Nash, uh, Kid, and Parker. You can you can swap Chris Paul and Steve Nash. To me, they're hand in hand. Like Steve Nash had unbelievable years, back to back MVPs. He was awesome. Which is weird that he did because the one year he was averaging like nine. He points. was amazing. <laughs> like I love me, I loved watching Steve Ma- Steve Nash play. He was fun to watch. He reminds me of like a like Luca is is gonna is gonna be better than than Steve Nash. I think long term. <laughs> But they kind of like they're like similar and 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 fun to watch, you know. Like yeah. they're very exciting and very entertaining. So for me, I'm I'm going. I mean, Steph Curry's number one. Obviously, he changed the game, like you said earlier. Yeah, uh, I mean, th- he's he's just no doubt about it. That's why I had him number two, just because like I was saying. But you did from the 2000s, which is an awesome perspective because like your list is hard to argue. It really is, and like I'm saying, like 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 I said, that's what, with Russ is just so hard to. Like I'd put him top ten. It's just he's really, really tough when you're getting into those five, like those five players. It's, and I'll, it's difficult. And I'll be honest with you, this finals appearance for Chris Paul doesn't dictate why he's in my top five. I think he was always in my top five. He's always in my top five that I've seen. Yeah. So for me, like this finals didn't it doesn't make or break my top five. But if you're going all time, see, like I'm not I'm not hip to 1970s and stuff like that. I mean, it's a different era of basketball. So to, for me to compare um, a vintage player versus a modern player is just how do you do that? Different rules, different yeah. players. I mean, now I feel like it's more impressive to be great in the NBA because of the amount of skill coming in. 
I mean, these athletes now are, are just so much better than well, they I've were back in the day. I've always said that, that the skill level now is like... It's, 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 it's massive. It's, yeah. it's, it's much more... It's, it's in wildly increased. Yeah. So for me, like, I, I'm going to go with the 2000s and on because, like, that's... The, 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 the level of competition was much stronger, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean... That's where I stand with this. Oh, yeah. No, so, that's awesome. That I'm you different. Went from the 2000s. I love that because I, I can't compare, man. Like I, I just yeah. for me, I just I don't believe in that. It's fair though. I mean, it, like I said, it's open to your own interpretation. And it's weird because I put Oscar in there simply just because of it took 40 years for somebody to do what he did. You're respecting history, and yeah, like, like I had to do that. Oh, so absolute like, history, I, yeah. absolutely. So that's awesome that's where I have to go too. I'm going to give you my top sure. five, and you know, I'm I'm the stack guy. Like I have to, I have to give credit to the past because. That's where the bar was set. You know what I mean? Like, At so, the bar. <laughs> so I'm going to go magic, clear-cut number one. I'm not even going to discuss it. John Stockton, the ultimate playmaker, number two. Um, but subject to change, like, I think, I think, okay, like, as we've been talking and even prior to the show, Steph just kept going up in my list. I'm like, everything he's done is just, just greatness, like, things we haven't seen before. And I, I think that, Ultimately, when his career is done, his resume is going to, per, like, literally elevate him up to number two. Um, maybe even one, depending on if he gets another ring. It's tough to it's tough to get rid of Magic Johnson from number one. So I don't think he ever will. So Steph, I already bumped up like three places on my list, and you will actually see. There's a lot of people that don't have him in the top five. It's kind of hard to believe. Foolish. I know. So I mean, I'm putting him at number three, and I think that's really respectable. Um, number four, though, Isaiah Thomas. He's a champion. He averaged 19 points for his career. Um, 12-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, Finals MVP. What the Pistons. Those Pistons I mean, teams. Yeah, those, I mean, bully ball. It's, you an know? Iconic, it's an iconic team. Yeah. Exactly. And he was the leader of it. And, I mean, if, if anything, he should probably be higher on my list. John Stockton didn't win shit. I mean, well, he had a, a successful team and all, but didn't win the rings. So, like... You know, if we're talking rings, then Isaiah's got to be up there. Um, but number five, I decided, all right, I'll give it to Oscar Robertson. I think I was leaning towards not having him there. I really love Steve Nash, so, but I, I can't ignore the history. Like, he was just so dominant. Um, but I think he's going to be falling off that list. And I think, actually, I might be willing, okay? I know CP3 is not on my list right now, but... If he does win this ring, which I think he will, I might be willing to bump him up to number five. And that's pretty fair. I mean... So it matters to you? It does matter to me. Okay. Uh, to a degree. Like like I said, John Stockton I was gonna doesn't say, have a so, ring. Yeah. But he he backed it up with... All-time assist just, leader. Never I missed mean, the like playoffs. I said, 11-time like that's, that's All-NBA, five-time All-Defensive. Like, this guy was just... Incredible. I Incredible. Think he won the MVP in 97 and 99 or 95 and 97. I have he, a question, though. Quick question for you guys. I don't see MVPs on here, but he was probably in the running. I'm sure. Might have been Carl Malone. But either way, like John Stockton has to get some credit for that, you know? Off the top of your head, this is, this is going to tie in. But this is crazy. It's a, it's a weird scenario. Quick, no, he never won an MVP. Quick, quick yes or no. Is Dan Marino in your top five? No. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you have Dan Marino in your top five with no ring. So CP3 loses. He's not in your top five? No, I'm just saying to get past Oscar Robertson. 
He's okay. got the stats, the ring, the dominance. Same thing. Like he's, I mean, it's just a different list. That's all it is. Like okay. he's, he's. I love CP3 too. I'm a huge fan of his. So I'm more inclined to put him up there just because, like, everything Mike said, like just dominant everywhere he goes. He can carry a team, and he really, he really didn't get enough love. He did not get enough love. It's nice to see him finally get his due. So like, I mean, I can probably even be convinced to put him there now. But I'm just respecting the history for a little tiny bit longer. That's all. Like, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a weird finals for me. Like, cause I can compare Chris Paul to like two players right now. I and this is like a wild scenario, and and it, they're two different sports. But um, my, my my thing is like Chris Paul, right? If he loses the finals, is he Dan Marino? And if he wins, is he Aaron Rodgers? Are they compared? Is it a fair comparison? Because my thing is, you got me thinking Rogers, right now. So <laughs> Rogers is still playing, has one ring, right? And he's been awesome. Aaron Rodgers is a poor leader, though. What makes Chris Paul great is his leadership. Well, well, I'm saying his legacy. wise he's assumed to be a poor leader? I'm Who? Aaron Rodgers. I'm he's talk, always been. He's always I'm been talking legacy wise. I'm talking like when you. Yeah, but that stains your legacy. Look what it did to T.O. Being a prick does stain your legacy. I think Aaron Rodgers is yeah. a type A who might be slightly arrogant at times, but he's definitely not a bad leader. No way. I'm watching this guy play from the sideline, Green Bay sideline. I'm ready to run through a wall watching this guy play. He inspires me to be better. He is also, what, he doesn't? I, I don't need, what, do, what do you see on the sidelines? No, I'm saying, like, if I if he's on my team, this is my quarterback. I see him sitting there with his team losing at the end of the fourth quarter constantly since he yeah. won that Super Bowl. <laughs> Confusion. I'm just pointing out, like, look, I'm watching Aaron Rodgers play, and I want to play with this guy. I want this guy on my team. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> But, like, I, I think it's a fair comparison. Like, if he loses, he's Dan Marino. If he wins, he's Aaron Rodgers. They're both in my top five. Uh, I don't it's know that weird. because... Hey, you know, off the top of my head, Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino are in my top five. Oh, for okay. fuck's And they're sake. both arguably the most talented quarterbacks of all time, talent-wise. That's always been the thing. Dan Marino is the most talented quarterback of all time. And Aaron Rodgers in that conversation. I'm not going to hear. I'm not. I'm not. This is not a top five quarterback. No, we'll get there. We will get there. Your point. Your point. At a later episode. What I'm trying to say is that your point, and we need to talk about that. But I am saying your point makes sense to me because Chris Paul's like that right now. It's like he's one of the most dominant, if not most talented of all time, and he could easily be in the top five just off of that alone. And he, like I said. when it's all said and done, he's going to be in my top five. Dude, it's so impressive what he's doing. Dude, they're 24 years old. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton is even younger than that. I think DeAndre Ayton's like 22. And he's nowhere near done. I think he's got a number of years left. So that, that, that's why I'm saying, like... If he stays let, with the Suns for the next Chris three Paul years, they're just, a problem. Let him do it for a few more years, not even. If he wins this ring, I'm already going to pump in my top five. I already said it. He's yeah. He certainly helped mature Booker and Ayton. Absolutely. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, my God. At, at a much faster rate than the Suns were hoping, and they they hit the lottery with, with CP3. Good for them. Man. I they wanted the Sixers it. to get him so badly this offseason. So, you know, yeah. Sign me up. I, I, just thought that I love the guy. Fun comparison. Yeah. Because it's like, it gets you thinking. He's, like, in that, he's in that ballpark. He's like, yeah. he's right there. He's like, he, he, could, he could be in the top two. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not even near done, I, I don't think. He's got a number of years left. He looks healthy. 
He's playing the best ball of his career, arguably. So, like, why can't he play for, for a number of years? So, out of the three that I that I talked about, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, and CP3, who are you taking? CP3. CP3. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I, I really didn't even have to think about it either. And I love all three of them. I really did. I grew up loving all three of them. I like Jason Kidd more than uh, Steve Nash, too. Like I the funny thing Kidd, is, dude. I think we forget how great these players were. Oh, I'm not forgetting. And I love it. It's just like we live in the moment. You know, like CP3's in the finals. He's playing fucking lights out. So, like, for me, it's like we, C- we're living in the moment. I'm not that kind of always, guy, though. Like He's always been good. You're going to see, like, revisiting a number of our episodes. I'm not a recency bias guy. I'm the one who keeps it all in check. I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. I just, I actually think he's just better. That's all. Plain and simple. He's okay. Overall, he's just a better player. I'm not about recency bias. Yeah. And he's a better defender than both of them. And I hate that shit, by the way. I'm a Nash guy. I'm, I'm Mr. Perspective, okay? I keep it, I keep it, yeah. you know, that, that's where we're going here. The long hair, the flow. I love like, Steve Nash, though. Bro, he was a baller. I really like, did. I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> he gave yeah. hope to short guys. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he did. He honestly, For real, he, he did. He, he gave, inspired he gave them. hope to like short, <laughs> dorky white guys. He, was, he would <laughs> shit on people, too. But his crossovers and his fadeaways, like, they were like unguardable. But, uh, John Stockton, Steve Nash? Kind of very, like I said, I didn't watch similar. them, so I can't compare. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like, okay. that's just it's where okay. I stand, you know. But, uh, I was about to, I just cut you off though. Sorry, go ahead. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm finished with my take. I was just kind of curious to see where you guys stood with CP3, Jason Kidd, and Steve Nash. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I figured you guys would go with CP3, but I figured I'd ask you guys, you guys are in the moment kind of guys. So, no way. And Hell I, no. I just said it. I just said it. I am not. Do not put me in there. No. <laughs> I know what you did there. <laughs> As a reminder, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We would greatly appreciate it. And also, we want to hear from you guys. Who is in your top five point guards of all time? So please leave a comment in, this, in the comment section box below. We would greatly appreciate it. And we want to hear from you guys. So I'm curious to see what everybody's going to say. Are me they going to go with my route, with the 2000s, or are they going to go with all time? I'm curious. I, I might, am. Might be time for another poll. Uh, um, I, I'm super curious. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. I'll think about it. What do we got next? But it's time for the NFL. Can't get enough football. And it's a dead period right now. It's, it's really it's really kind of boring at the moment. But um, no. we got some Aaron Rodgers no. stuff that made it interesting. We're going to get to. It cooks up. But no. But no. Let me, let me hit you with this. Let's go. The Dallas Cowgirls. Are on hard knocks this year. Oh. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. They're gonna be, dude. They're gonna wait. be awesome because there's always drama. There's always something oh in the spotlight. Oh my god, it's like, the best. They're gonna be awesome. I can't wait for August 10th or August I can't 15th, wait. whatever it is. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. And then Dak follows it up with, "Oh, I think that this is gonna be a special year." Yeah. Every year they say it. Every year. Every Yo, single year. I fuck with those Dak. Fans I love say Dak, it. dude. He's a baller. I respect Dak, but guess what? It ain't going to be special. They're going to be it's good. It's not going to be a special year. They're winning the East. Special, though. We them good boys. Good year or Shout special? out Spanos. Hey. We them boys. <laughs> hey. Special year or good year? Major difference. Special means, special. hey, I'm going to make the Super Bowl at least. That's, That's special what special year. means. Well, special is winning the Super Bowl. Well, no. For the Cowboys, special would probably be making the championship game. Or, or they haven't made for the Cowboys, game in a while. special would be getting into the playoffs and not going 8-8, eight uh, eight, which they can't do anymore. No, they can go 9-8. Exactly. They can't go 8-8 <laughs> anymore. On, on the subject real fast, dude, 
I, Mike McCarthy's on a hot seat. I'm dead ass serious. I would have fired him this year. He's he needs trash. to perform, dude. Any Cowboys coaches on the hot seat. He like, needs to win, hot. dude. He needs to win. Was, they're playing a lot of players, a lot of money. They need to win. Aaron Rodgers put him on his back. I know, I know you don't like Aaron Rodgers, but you can at least admit that. Mike McCarthy's been ass for years. He should have been fired at least five years I ago. I said that, too. I didn't like when they hired him because I thought that he just had Aaron Rodgers. Mediocre at best. Yeah, he Aaron Rodgers is, right? I'm playing, dude. He, I'm playing. McCarthy oh. sold himself, though, because he was saying, like, how, how he got the job was that he was studying, like, game tape for a year. Bullshit. And he was studying fast food menus. Yeah, hell yeah. He did 100%. Plus. 100%, dude. He was out. In, he said he was sitting in his garage studying film and said, no, you weren't, dude. Stop it. If he was, he would be a better coach. No, he was doing the subway challenge. He hasn't watched film in 10 years. <laughs> He hasn't made an adjustment in 15. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a McCarthy guy. I, it was, it's confusing. But, like, going back off last week, right? Confusion. So now that, that uh, the Cowboys are on hard knocks, I'm holding my Zeke rookie. Because I think the hype is going to build. Yeah, oh, my God. And I yeah. think I'm you going should. to make way more money. Because you know what's going to happen? First episode is going to be like he runs through a few sticks, and, he, and they're going to be like, oh, oh my God. Oh my he's, God. He's back to his rookie form. He's going to blow the up this year. He's in, he's in the greatest shape yards. of his life. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Best shape of his life. <laughs> Before the season, I'm fucking yeah. shipping that shit Best out. shape of his life. They're going to say he's cutting better. All <laughs> that. Getting the fuck out of fucking. I can't wait. Stephen A. Smith takes all year. I cannot Dude, wait. hilarious. I can't wait. What are you guys looking forward to most in, on the show, though? For them to fail, the inner—they're not going to show that, though. I mean, well, they're gonna—they're gonna show like some blimps of like failure because it has to like be I meant, entertaining. Like, but like, I feel like they're gonna show a lot more highlights. Yeah, than of course. I meant for them the to fail after the fact because they're—they're they're gonna dress it up like they're great. That's—that's that's what's gonna happen. It's America's Yo, team. We them boys. Who's them boys? The Cowboys. We, no, we them boys. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah, they yeah. on. <laughs> we them boys, though. <laughs> Cowboys are going to be good this year. What's the record? 11 and 6. Mike, if Dak was on the team last year for the remainder of the season, do they make the playoffs? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, because you saw how they played without, with him and without him, well, right? The division was Because he was going to throw for 8,000 yards. Yeah, why? Why? Garbage time, Mike. Yeah, no, my no, Mike. No, they were no. they were terrible. They, they were, were playing they from were, behind. They were comeback. They were winning what were they the games, one and though. four? They were one and four. Dude, I disagree with that. And this is making like me that. sound like I'm an, a Cowboys fan. I'm not, bro. I will counter that though. The division was historically bad, so they would have had a chance. Sure, of course they would have had a chance. Dak is still the best quarterback in that division by yes. a lo- by a long shot. Yes, yes, uh, he is. Right, yeah. but not. But I don't know. I about agree. He's, he's definitely I mean, the best quarterback. He's definitely the best in the division. Not my favorite. Now, but. now that Carson Wentz is gone, yeah. yeah. It's a different topic for a different day. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. I think mm-hmm. Ryan I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have something to I'm say. not entertaining this. Please, please. <laughs> please. I, I, I'm a fan. Look, I'll I, keep I think it real. Sling it, man. I'll keep it real. I, I do think they'll be better this year. Depending on their defense, I'm not. I'm not necessarily worried about the offense, but I. I have to just state the facts. So they were fucking terrible coming out the gates last year with Dak. I'm just stating the obvious. Like that's that's how it was. Buckle up, Mike. I mean, I mean, come on, Mike. I'm just calling it how it is. Do I love watching them fail? Of course. I think I'm just so. I, mean, I just hate the Eagles so much right now. Are they that. winning ten games this year? Yes. He said eleven and six. He was pretty pretty like. Keen on that, on that oh, 11 yeah. 6. You think they're winning 11 games? Yes. How? You'll see. The four. 
I mean, I can see them winning the division. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, well. But. Okay, okay so you have the Cowboys winning the division. See, that now I have to go back. Let me retract that. They better they win the division. They should win the division. Okay. They should. I don't know if they will yet, though. I don't. I'm not ready to make that pick. Ask well, me in a month. We're going to get to Ask that me in later a month. down the road. But we were, we were saying, we were, the question was, are they going to have a special year? Fuck no. What, what's special to you? Nine wins this year? And I agree with that statement. Special is winning the Super Bowl. I mean, he ain't winning the Super Bowl I can see him winning 10. I like 10. his confidence. What's he going to do? Get on there and say, we're going to be decent they this year. They ain't winning the Super Bowl with, with Brady in yeah, the, the Super NFC. Bowl. They ain't winning. Listen, I, I hope, agree too. I hope Jerry Jones winning. lives to a thousand years old. I don't care old. who they fucking I hope play. he does because they're never winning as long as he's there. He can't get out of his own way. It That's my be, point. I'll tell you what. It would be some shit if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl like in February and here we are <laughs> talking Bro, shit. Bro, they're not winning the Super Bowl. Nothing. I'll guarantee I know, I'm just Want to make the bet now? I'll literally shake the hand. I don't want to bet. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I agree with you. you they're not getting to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. mozzarella sticks on it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I would love to. Let's do it. I'm good. Did the camera see me? My eyes lit up. I mean, they're not. I don't even know if they're winning a playoff game. I might have to bet that, too. <sighs> yeah. Well, we're going to find out. It's not even the offense. The defense is fucking garbage. But I'll give you this, though. Micah Parsons was a hell of a pick. Yeah. That was if a hell of a pick. he can stay on the field and doesn't do no dumb shit off yeah, of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know. I think what I'm curious to see the most on the hard knocks is the development of C.D. Lamb. He's good. I'm, I'm interested. I, I think he's one of those guys that could be. We could have really, traded really up good. for him, but the I, Eagles wanted to shore up I the backup. I really wanted him on the I, team. I think he's. We could have got him, Mike. Yo. And we could have got Justin Jefferson, but we needed to shore up the backup. Oh, no. I, I wanted to trade up. I wanted to trade up that We year. couldn't. We had to shore up the backup in the terrible. second round. That was awful. This I'm still is not why, over it. I'm still not why, over it. This is why we them boys. Yeah. But, like, I, I just think, like, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing C.D. Lamb's uh, progression. Because I think he's he's a he's, monster. He's dude. legit. He's so. really good. That's what I'm looking forward to most, and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be oh, a fun, nine, oh, it's gonna be nine, nine wins. Nine wins. Uh, what's the over under? I mean, that's a that's a good question. And Dak too. I'm interested in seeing how was, he recovers. I think it was ten and a half. How Dak ten and recovers. a half under? They're they're going I, maximum yeah, ten wins. It might have been nine and a half. Nine and a half. Right around there, though. That that's interesting. That gets me thinking. Oh, I don't give a fuck what the what it is. They ain't going nowhere. It don't matter. Yeah, exactly. You'll see. No, you'll see. They should win this division. You'll though. see. If they don't, especially after hard knocks. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch Stephen A. Smith. Dude, it's gonna be. I great. can't wait. It's gonna be great. They're gonna be trashed. You're gonna I can't see. Wait. You're what? gonna see who's gonna win the division. I have it. I have the it. Cowboys. We'll see. You're gonna say Washington. we're putting dinner on that, but that's okay. We'll find out later. Okay. Yeah, we'll put that on we'll, hold. We All right, what do we, what do we got next? What do we got next? So we're going to have to go right into uh, where the headlines generated this week. Aaron Rodgers. But first, let's point out Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau upset the GOAT and Phil Mickelson. I would call it an upset. Aaron Rodgers said, like, he likes playing golf. He don't play that much. He's just good with a putter. I thought that Tom Brady was definitely winning again, but. Wow. Um, He's 0-2 with Phil. Or not. Sorry. That doesn't sit well I, with him. I, yeah. I, I completely. He's going to play again. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought they would win both times. It's not going to surprise me if Ro- if uh, Brady has like a countdown to the next time he plays Rodgers to try and get revenge on him. 
It was just a, it was just like a really cool matchup. Like I, I, I think I, that I golf thing is awesome. Yo, you know what I hope? It's dope. I hope that they expand it beyond two pairings. I think that they need to have a, like four or five pairs, and then it's gonna be really interesting. Like let's see where they all play. They'll they'll build it up. I think that's what's going to happen. Though. Yeah, I, I think it's already been talked about. Honestly, if if Tiger was healthy right now, it probably would have happened. Yeah, I, I think for me, like the cool thing about the prayers they, up the entire match was just the interaction with Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Like we don't we don't get that often. So when you see like two of the top quarterbacks like in the league get together like you just want to see how they interact and I, with each other i, I think love it's seeing cool. how how they both are just so relaxed and and they they enjoy the shit talking and you know like they're this this whole new thing like the new tom brady i mean even Aaron i Rogers, wish we had him for 20 years dude i know Aaron Aaron Rogers awesome is, to watch. is speaking up a little more these days too and he he's tom already brady been has given them the confidence to do that because he's just like he says fuck it now and just says whatever he wants and now the players are like you know what He's doing it. Yeah. So like, now they're all getting a little bit more comfortable, comfortable saying it. Well, they're starting to realize maybe the grass is greener on another side. Maybe it is. I mean, it, it, was, it was for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that grass was watered. Yeah. It's landscaped and all. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it's sod. <laughs> but of course, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had to know that they were going to ask him the question, are you coming back to Green Bay? And they pretty much did his response. I don't know. I watched this. I don't know. And That's I, what he said. I saw it live. Did you bug him for this response? And it was like it was weird. Like he yeah, just I don't know. Really we'll disinterested. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck about the opener because they mentioned. Oh, um, yeah. You want the quote? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess the next question was they they asked about the season opener against the Saints. His response: What's that one? Yeah, like they huh? mentioned they mentioned what? they mentioned September twelfth, and he was like, "What's that?" And then they were like, oh, it's the opener. Because that was on purpose, dude. He's yeah, but, trolling. Uh, he knows yeah, that date, maybe, dude. Maybe he's not looking at the Packers calendar anymore. Oh he's already God. looking at the next but team. But he knows yeah. the first week of the season. As a competitor, are you doing that? What? As a competitor, are you doing that? If I'm trying to send a message to a franchise that, that treats me like I'm fucking Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers, yes. But, Especially somebody like him, dude. He holds grudges. But he does tone, it with his family. But the tone was like... It was just nonchalant. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not coming back, so Tom, do whatever you want. Okay, I think Tom so, Brady was egging him on a little bit, too. Like, was, Tom Brady's loving this, dude. Loving he it. loves it. He's watching the NFC crumble because he just went over there. He's watching them crumble. <laughs> Drew Brees retired, and Aaron Rodgers is out the door in fucking Green Bay. He's fucking cleaning I mean, up. <laughs> Tom Brady even said it was... Yo, salute TV 12 the, the best, best ever. ever. The fucking GOAT. I've been saying it fucking since I was a kid. I he really is the best. Tom Brady's staying. Just watching He's every empire crumble. It's been great. It's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, so here's what Tom Brady says. This is almost like a promo. It's like Aaron Rodgers couldn't have asked for better here. If he wants out, this, he couldn't have asked for better. Tom Brady says about Aaron Rodgers. He's unhappy with his boss and has no options. And then he's like... uh, that's a projection, Tom. I never said I'm unhappy with my boss. And then Tom Brady says, I said it, not you. He's egging him on a little bit. I, I, mean, really, I, think, I really think love the it. final straw for Aaron Rodgers, dude, was kicking that field goal. I really do. Like, I think to him, like, that was like, okay, enough. Well, yeah, because they conceded to that. At yeah. That at that, like, that, I, I'll never forget. I was just sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like, why are you kicking a field goal? But like, are you the, trying to cover the spread? It's the analytics. The analytics were saying kick the field goal. When you use oh, analytics, that. that's Listen. good. When you rely on analytics, that's bad. Exactly right. You got to still have a feel for the game. And I am an analytics guy. And I'm telling you, you got to still have a feel for the game. That's just it's, coaching 101. 
you got to know when to, to press certain buttons. Sometimes you Chris have to Paul throw fucking an analytics out the window. Chris Paul is an analytics nightmare. Like my thing How's is, that you had the MVP on your team, and you kick a field goal. Hey, like I said, not 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 all those things are correct. It's crazy. I'm here to dude. tell you that. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll bash man. I'll bash my own background. Yeah, it's trust wild, me. Bro. You should not rely on it. It is supposed to aid interpretation. It might help you make a, a few decisions, but it should not rule rule the game. Yeah. No, especially in that. Like in that situation, I'm like, yeah, you go for it. You got the MVP at quarterback, yeah, and it's the only way you're staying in the game. You should have ran that touchdown. You go in, for though. it. He, he should have ran that touchdown in. He had an open lane. He really did. I don't think he saw it though. So if Aaron Rodgers does not suit up for Green Bay, is he retiring? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. No cat. Hundred percent. This is under the assumption he's not getting traded, right? Yes. If, he either gets traded or he doesn't play. If I if right now on July 9th. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I me like he sounded like he was not coming he's back done. to Green Bay. He's, he's done, done with them. Yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. well, I think their relationship out. is completely past repairment. I don't think it can be repaired. I personally Point of no return, dude. It 100% because it's it's upper management and it's just it's just he's he's not that type of guy that just sits down, forgives and forgets. He's not. Yeah, and I don't. Th- I think right now it's just he finally said he was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. He's had enough. I'm done. Yeah, he's had enough. They've had countless years to fix this issue. Yeah, countless, and they just keep ignoring it. And not for nothing, he's earned the right to, to be in decisions. I, I, mean, I agree. I mean, look at their success since their Super Bowl win. Yeah, there hasn't been any. I. He uh, should have multiple rings. This is this is. Like a, a perennial, this is a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. They wasted him. But, I mean, look, it, it's not always it's not all on Green Bay. There was times where Aaron Rodgers had made poor decisions to get sure, to where he is sure, to but, ring. But, but look at the team. Is, look at the team. I know? totally agree. They don't really draft and anybody And Mike McCarthy, would, like I said. And they don't sign free agents. Yeah. No. They don't sign free agents, and they don't draft they offensive They, don't, uh, they didn't players. trade for Julio. They didn't trade for D-Hop. They they were supposedly close on Will Fuller trade and they didn't do that either. The Packers remind me, dude, of the Celtics of the NBA. They just never make that big splat outside of 2008. I'm saying with like Danny Aiden stuff in the 2010s. They just never made that big splash when it was right there. Kyrie Irving was kind of a big splash, but didn't work they out. Thought but Kem- at least they, they tried. Thought, at least they tried. They thought Kemba right. was going to be a big splash too. Yeah. Well, I get what you're trying to say though, but I'm yeah. I mean retirement. Wow. Just the thought is crazy because, like, he would be going down the Brett Favre route, which <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of from the perfect ironic, he did. right? He it's, did. It's kind of crazy. And but. then, how funny would it be if he went, sat the year out, and then came back with the Vikings? <laughs> oh my God! With Justin Jefferson and, um, and they need a quarterback. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that actually they, makes a little bit of oh sense. Oh my God! And Kirk Cousins would be a free agent too. So it makes a little bit of that sense. That would be fucking that's hilarious. A crazy thing. I just, dude, that's wild. That is amazing. You just said that. I I would root for that. That would be awesome. I would root for it, but it would never happen because Green Bay owns his rights. They're yeah. not gonna let that go. Yeah. Like that's not gonna happen. They did it before. Yeah, but, but they no, also no, had the they also had Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers waiting in the wings and too, you know. Brett Favre went to the Jets. Right. He didn't go to the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Well, but still, Favre was retiring again and Brett and, Favre. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I get it. But still. But yeah, I mean, look, it's not gonna get to that point because here's why. Look at all the past examples Green Bay has seen. Like the longer they wait, they lose leverage, they lose compensation. They're gonna trade him. It's just going to be like, 
probably a little bit later this offseason. I mean, I would assume if they're smart, they would do it like right around training camp time. So that's coming up in the next week or two. Um, and that's their best chance of recouping a nice package. Because if not, like the more he keeps talking, teams are like, well, fuck, he's, he's leaving them. It don't matter what you say. We're not giving you a first-round pick. We're not giving you a star player. We're not and giving you any of that. The craziest thing is they're scared shitless because they know Jordan Love ain't it. Listen, they might have already missed the window. They might have already missed the window. This this is going to be ugly. And guess what? Serve Jordan right. loves your quarterback. What do you guys think is going to happen? I mean, a whole lot of else. I mean, listen. Do you think he's going to be the starting quarterback? Yeah. I mean, do you think he's? I don't think he's ready. But do you think no. he's going to be the starter if Rodgers is out? Absolutely. And I think Lafleur is going to. I think get he kind of has to be. I think if Lafleur is getting exposed. So you guys don't time. have Green Bay making the playoffs with without Aaron Rodgers? Fuck no. Not even close. Really? No way. Jordan Love is trash, brother. Dude, he's, he's not even close he's to ready. Bad, bro. He's the he worst needs quarterback in the years, division. plural, years of development. But what makes he needs you at say least he's trash? three? He was the third quarterback on the depth chart last year. Bro, he wasn't even suiting up for games. Oh yeah, he was in the beginning of the year, right? He wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah. That my point. He wasn't even suiting up. That just shows you how highly they think of him. Who's but, their backup quarterback, by the way? <laughs> My first thought was like Scott Tolzien, yeah, but it's I, I not. Thought, I thought, but it's not. Oh no! Well, you weren't there. I met him in Green Bay, dude. When I went to the Eagles Green Bay game with uh, when Mark Sanchez was the quarterback, oh, I met him wild. after the game with uh, Sean and Mike Daniels. I was thinking uh, Brett Hundley. <laughs> yeah, he's a free agent now. Yeah, yeah. Brett Hundley. Yeah, I another about, debacle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I can't call Jordan Love trash because we never seen him play. So my thing is... How, that's because you're that's not going to see him play any, anytime soon. Well, that's, that's not true because if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, I can see Jordan Love stepping in. They just signed Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. <laughs> he's, not starting, he's not starting over Jordan Love. He's not. He's not. They, they wasted... Because if he starts over Jordan Love, they wasted a, a, a first-round pick on him. And I, I think Green Bay is, is trying to make sure. But that's the thing, though. Like, would you want him to be exposed this early on and make it look like he's a failure and the front office a failure? Like, that's the thing. Like, may, maybe, I, I mean, they kind of would have to start him. If they don't, then it's it it's already like, yeah, yeah it, it looks, looks even, even worse. worse. You're starting Blake Portals. Like. Well, how long <laughs> yeah. do they, how long should they wait? Because if, like, Mahomes sat for a year and then look at him. I mean, I'm not, look, I'm not comparing the two. I'm not. I'm comparing the situation, right? Like for me, like Mahomes start, you know, stepped in year two and became the starter, right? Yeah, I mean, Whereas, circumstances here are going to be different. Here's why: the Packers' defense, while improving, they're getting better. Okay, it, they're they're not there right now. They're not good enough. Um, Jordan Love just simply cannot put a team on his back right now. He can't, and that offense is going to drop. And, and Devonte Adams might want out, like. Keep an eye on that, too. He's already openly said, I would love to play with my boy Derek Carr. Back to our college days. I mean, no... He's he's lying. He does not Bro, want to play with Derek your Carr. reputation's on the line. You don't just say that. He's but the, not, fact that, the fact that he would say it... Listen, I don't give a shit. Bro. I don't give a shit about the comment. It's the fact that he would say that publicly right now in the middle of this whole Aaron Rodgers debacle. Like, that just goes to show you he's considering his options if, if Aaron Rodgers leaves. That's just a fact. He, you do not say that. You would never say that. But I've then, never even heard of but Tim like, Boyle. Who? Tim Boyle. I never heard of him either. <laughs> but like, my thing is like, if you get rid of Devonte Adams, you're hurting 
the growth of Jordan Love. Like for me, it might be one of those situations where he wants he wants out and he forces his way out. I want out, but he's signed. Who? He's gonna, I'm holding out now. But it. But like when I watched, he's just Devontae, got that juicy contract. I mean, yeah. But like when I saw Devontae Adams's uh, interview, he, he wasn't he wasn't missing practices. He said he earned all his money. He said, I'm not, I'm not going to give it away. I worked to get to this point. I'm it's not a good just, attitude. I'm not going to just sit out practices because I'm unhappy. I'm going to practice because I'm making my money. I'm not going to lose money. I, can't, I, I worked my ass off to get to this point. I'm making every dollar I can. I like that. And salute that man because I respect that. He's got work ethic. And uh, it just like shows that. his true character. I like I, that I, for I, sure. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. So. And I like that the Packers players are like openly saying, like, we're not going to comment on Aaron Rodgers' situation. Like, we, we all they should support their own kind. Like, these players, like, when they're due, you should support them because it's only going to come around and benefit you in the end. Like, Absolutely. Support. So, I mean, yeah, Devontae Adams said the same thing. That's my boy. Like, I'm not going to comment on the situation. No, because but, when you think of Green Bay Packers, well, I would play with. I would play with Derek Carr, though. <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> you know, comment. That was weird. He like, praised Derek Carr. It was weird as hell. Yeah. He's probably slightly underrated. The boy on some weird shit. He's not going to get them anywhere, but like, point is, like, the fact that he mentioned it is just crazy. <laughs> well, he's not watching game tape on Derek Carr then. <laughs> I mean, he's he's slightly above game manager territory. He, you can win games with him, but you're not going to do shit. You're like, not winning. You know what I mean? You're not exactly. Exactly. Like, he's he's above that. <laughs> he's middle you know, of the pack. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. He's middle of the pack. He's just spade talk. That's a spade. Yeah, I call a spade a spade. That's what I do. But like, he's middle the, of the pack. The Packers, I think he's garbage, but... Like, but they're not going man. anywhere without Aaron Rodgers. Facts. They're not going anywhere. Big shit. They're missing the playoffs. I mean, I can't even... I don't even know if I could pick them to win four games. What? If Jordan no, Love is the no, starting quarterback. No, no. Really? I'd have a hard time picking them to win four games. Sort of, I swear to God. He's, he's garbage, bro. But this is he's the not same ready. team that went to the NFC Championship game. They had Aaron Rodgers, dude. And that's why I, I they, understand, but, but you is, think Jordan Love is that bad look, to the point where they're going to go from the NFC Championship game to winning four so games? Let's, screaming. So let's go, let's go Packers' perspective real quick. The reason they haven't dealt them is because they're fucked if they, if they have to. They're trying to smooth it over, but it's too late. You already missed your chance. But right, I think they're trying. They're trying. No, they're to, trying to, to save face. They're trying to save the They're face trying of the to strong arm Aaron Rodgers right now. And that's a foolish move. Yeah. Because guess what? He holds all the cards. He's already made his money through. And he, he can't can just, fool the city. <laughs> listen, sitting out a year wouldn't hurt him at all because he'll come back next year and he's going to be healthy. No, I mean, it would hurt him because he's 37. So. He's gonna I don't be, think so. If he sits out, he will be entering his. Aaron Rodgers will be better than when Brett Favre came back. Sure. If Tom Brady sat out a year and and left the Patriots like that, I think he would have had success on the box still. Let's not put them in the same category. Ever. What? That Tom Brady would have success taking a year off? No, no, I'm just saying you can't compare Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Who's comparing? I just said, like, literally, if Tom Brady sat out a year and he came back and signed with the Bucs, if that's how he left the Patriots, I still think he would have had a shot at the Super Bowl. He's with a the year best off. ever. He's the best ever. But that's why I'm saying. It's not going to affect him in the slightest. He's going to get healthy. He's been, he's been playing hurt, too. Well, I, actually, no. I think it would affect anyone that sits out a full year. Look what it did to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Look who we're talking about, though. I mean, Brett Favre did it. Is Aaron Rodgers better than Brett Favre at this stage of their careers? Yes. Brett, wait, Is Brett Tom Favre Brady sat better? out a year before he went to the Jets? 
I mean, I don't think it was a year. No. No. But he sat out. He was missing training camps. He was he was he, he was, was doing that camp. every time. Yeah. What if Aaron Rodgers is playing that game? Good. What do you do? He just don't want to go to training camp. See, but he's he doesn't strike me as that guy. Like he's a guy who likes the reps. He likes to practice. I think he just literally wants out. He wants out. Yeah. That's it. I think. And he's if you want, if you 100%. want Jordan Love, God bless. That's another playoff team getting in. And what's there cool you about go. it? And the Eagles might get in now. Oh my, I knew you were going to say. I couldn't say fast enough. Come on. I'm kidding around because I don't know if I have him getting there. So Oh, we're so garbage. I'll be honest with you. I think Tom Brady is actually giving Aaron Rodgers advice. Fine. I, 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 I 100% were talking on that golf course before and after. Absolutely. Tom Brady was speaking for the guy. Yeah. I, it was I, great. I loved it. I think I think he's mentoring him in a weird way to like find happiness and for the find later years of his career. Sport again but also, Aaron Rodgers respects what he just did. He really does. I if mean, it's, you it's don't, apparent. you're just a straight oh, well, hater. Aaron Rodgers but still, like, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers watched that. that and he's like, you know, like, fuck this shit. I'm tired of this. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. I see Tom go to Tampa. He went to Super Bowl. Only difference Here I am waiting for Tom, uh, an Tom weapon. had a way out. He did. Aaron Rodgers has to bully his way out. He does. So it's a little, a little bit different of a circumstance. Tom Brady was free to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. When you win six Super Bowls, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But when you win well, one, no, he was a free agent. Yeah, his contract was up. Yeah. Big difference. Aaron Rodgers in the middle of a nice, big, juicy contract. You yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's just. Crazy! It's it's unbelievable that it's reached this point with the top team in the NFC and the MVP La- just last year, not even months ago. So this is crazy, guys. But look, uh, that that's going to be it for our show tonight. Um, I'm going to have to give a shout out real quick because you said July 9th. First thing that popped in my head: Happy birthday, mom! You're the reason why I'm sitting here. My mom is the sports person in the family. She's the reason I am the way I am. Happy birthday, Donna. Happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday, Miss Palante. Thank you for making me me. These guys are thankful. Oh, I am. I hope. Thank you. Me too. He's got some bad takes here and there, but <laughs> I, I can deal with them. Never. Thanks to you. <laughs> Shout out, Donna. Happy birthday. You created an analytics junkie. So shout out to you, and we appreciate it, and he's great for us. So yep. Yeah, we appreciate it, but yeah. This was a fun episode. We appreciate it. Um, hanging out with us. Thank you for hanging out with us. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and also hit the notification bell. We would greatly appreciate it. And also comment on any video that you guys see. Any Anything you guys want to comment on, we want to hear from you guys. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll see you guys next week at P&I.